Hi, everyone. This is Kevin Livermore, author of the book, The Theology of C.S. Lewis, a topical summary of his best work. I also have a YouTube channel, links below in the notes to both the book and the YouTube channel. I'd love for you to check it out. Today, we're going to be talking about C.S. Lewis's Case for Christ, Insights from Reason, Imagination, and Faith. In his book, C.S. Lewis's Case for Christ, Art Lindsley unpacks some of the more controversial and complicated theological and apologetical beliefs that Lewis held. One of the areas he covered was how Lewis sprinkled attributes of Jesus in the character of Aslan in the Narnia books. Lindsley highlights moments from the horse and his boy when Shasta is chased by lions and then again seemingly surrounded by lions, but Aslan eventually reassures him that there was only one lion chasing him. Like Christ, Aslan is ever-present and works in his own ways for our good, Lindsley says. I enjoyed Lindsay pointing this out for it conveys a sense of God's mysterious work and consistent presence in our lives. To reflect upon this, to wonder at why God would take such interest in pursuing me and knowing about the personal details of my life is humbling and encouraging. This is a practice more Christians ought to implement. So author Lindsley points out how Lewis did not think about the rewards of following Jesus early on in his conversion to Christianity. He did not think about eternal life in heaven too much, but focused on enjoying God in this life. He paralleled paralleled his experience with Old Testament people who did not have a clear understanding of heaven. Lewis later said those years were beneficial as they always seemed to him to have been of great value because they taught him to wonder, cultivate satisfaction, and find joy in God alone right here and right now. I appreciate this aspect as the church too often focuses on end times or on who is in and who is out instead of asking, how are we living our lives right now? How am I delighting in Christ and finding satisfaction and contentment in Him right now? This is a seemingly pervasive problem across many denominations. One controversial belief Lewis had was that of inclusivism, which says one does not need a conscious knowledge of Christ in order to be saved. A primary example of this comes from the end of one of the last of the Narnia books, The Last Battle and from a letter that he wrote. Lewis says, I think that every prayer which is sincerely made even to a false god or to a very imperfectly conceived true god is accepted by the one true god and that Christ saves many who do not think they know him for he is dimly present in the good side of the inferior teachers whom they may follow. He then supports this thesis from Matthew 25 in the parable of the sheep and the goats in that he says, those who are saved do not seem to know that they are, that they have served Christ. So I appreciate this as I too fall more in line with this way of thinking about those who have never heard the gospel. And I feel like that way of thinking brings philosophical liberation and clarity to some atheists or agnostics or even Christians wrestling with their faith or lack thereof. The church ought to embrace people who think this way and not shun them or shut them up, especially if they, like Lewis encourages, do not focus on speculation but on earnest prayer and the attempt to be in our lives 
and, and the attempt to be in our own lives such good advertisements for Christianity and to make it attractive, so to speak. So author Lindsley, he goes on to highlight postmodernism and says Lewis partially agrees with certain postmodern concepts. For example, Lewis would agree that our, I, our ideas of God and reality are too small. He said, my idea of God is not a divine idea. It has to be shattered time after time. He shatters it himself. He is the great iconoclast. So that quote from Lewis is basically saying, my idea of God is not a divine idea. It has to be shattered from time to time or time after time. He shatters it himself. So uh, author Lindsay says of this quote, sometimes our cherished ideas need to be smashed so we can gain a better and more accurate view of reality. What I need is not my idea of my wife, but my wife. And of course, what we all need most is not our own pet theories about God, but God himself. This is a much needed notion in the church today. From my experience, it seems that we as Christians have many Christians who are not willing to grow in their faith because they believe the lie that to deconstruct a preconceived belief is abandoning the faith altogether. That's simply not true. For example, one can deconstruct their literal reading of Genesis chapter 1 and a six-day creation account for a more poetic or allegorical approach to Genesis 1 and still hold the resurrection of Jesus as historical and literal. So this type of postmodernism this type of postmodern freedom is not dangerous, but liberating, especially for those who feel called towards evangelism as an all-or-nothing literal reading of Scripture, which is a non-starter for many agnostics and atheists. 